Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex. All while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. We like to keep our episodes short and sweet and teasing for more. So this is going to be part two. And the first thing I want to say is, are you wanting to know more about squirting because you want to learn more about it or because a partner is persisting that you figure out how to? I want you to fully clearly identify that because if you are listening to this and want to learn how to, I'm going to say you should be doing it for you and not because someone is being persistent and that you do it for yourself. If this is something that you just are genuinely not interested in, then make sure you know your hard yeses and your fuck noes. Is it something that you want to do or is it something that your partner is wanting you to do or is it something you're just wanting to learn more about? This is the right spot. So communication is key. And sometimes there are hard limits and knowing yourself more will help you uncover your limits and areas that you crave more of. When you truly dive into your fuck no's, it's like your fuck yeses just suddenly become so much more clear. So on my last episode, I talked a minute about on the other side, if you're listening to this and you are a natural squirter, I have seen some of my friends and coaches who go through the struggle of being on that end because... Just for the simple fact of knowing they can't masturbate or have sex without a puddle or pond. And if you think that is exaggerating at all, just go check out the world record breaker for squirting volume. It is insane. If your emotional channel isn't open, then we can also be blocking ourselves. So remember how I said it's almost like a full body release. And in order to really have that release, you have to be in tune with your body. You have to be in touch with your emotions, everything. So it's not just a matter of physically stimulating a certain area. Although some people can with just doing that, most of the time that full, if we're talking about that full body squirting release, then it is going to be tapping into your body and your emotions and all of it in one. We can't really be blocking ourselves. And like I said, this isn't the case for everyone. Some people can naturally squirt with or without orgasming. I talked for a second on our last episode, so I'm just going to briefly go over it again about where this fluid comes from. Your arousal fluid is different from just your normal vaginal fluids. So arousal fluid is what comes from being aroused. When you become aroused, your body and your genitals are going to swell and engorge. The same with a penis, the same for clitoris owners. So when a vulva owner becomes aroused physically, we're talking about the physical process here, the urethral sponge that sits on top of your G-spot is going to swell. So fluid will build up in your bladder, not necessarily urine, but because of all the areas that are swelling and becoming aroused, they're bringing fluid to those areas during stimulation. So your urethral sponge can sometimes have that milky white substance and is basically your female version of the prostate. Believe it or not, male and 
female genitals very much reflect each other. You know, during the first few stages of life, the penis is the same tissue that the clitoris is. So whether, depending on whatever chromosomes are there, it's either going to form into a penis or it's going to form into a clitoris. The urethral sponge is basically your female version of the prostate. And it even has the same similar types of substance that comes from it. So when you become aroused, fluid is accumulating and swelling and your urethral sponge is swelling. It sits on top of your G-spot. So remember the last time, especially if you're a dude, um, if you're a girl, last time you had sex or last time after you masturbated or had an orgasm, have you ever, and if you're a dude, you remember the last time you tried to pee with a hard on? It was really hard because of all the swelling, right? Like, guys, I don't know this feeling, but I've been told you can kind of override it if you focus. So I've been told, but it can be done. It's just a little challenge. Squirting is, in a way, very similar. If you are holding a lot of tension in your body or you are holding back emotions and you are not being fully present, it can be very hard. But when you're in touch and you're in tune, squirting is very much like a release. And if you don't feel that full safety with yourself or with your partner, your body is going to be clenching and tightening and tensing. If you have a partner, I always, doesn't matter really if you have a partner or not, I always recommend having a steady self-pleasure practice because you are the one in charge of your pleasure. No one else is responsible for your pleasure but you. So have a self-pleasure practice so that once you know how to love and how to fuck yourself, you can involve other people if that's what you wish. If you do not have that full safety with your partner, then your body is going to be clenching and tightening. And chances are you'll probably never have a full release. So having that safe space with your partner and having that safe space with yourself is super important. And then tapping into the emotions and the body, you can then release. And you can release and squirt without orgasming. Remember when I said, so that arousal fluid is coming in and swelling in the urethral sponge which is above the G-spot. So that is why when you do a G-spot stimulation, it can help you to have that squirting and that release because you're able to stimulate that spot directly. You can put pressure on that spot directly. When you are on the verge of orgasming, this is the best way to describe it. If you're like, I'm not sure if I've ever had this or not. I'm not sure if I've ever felt this. Kind of right when you're on the verge of orgasming, sometimes it might feel like you're peeing. And sometimes it just might feel like you do need to release. I know from my personal experience, I like the word release just popped into my head when I when it happened. I was like, oh, I just feel like I just let go, let it go, let it go. You got to let it go. Let it all go, girl. Fully relax to fully be in your body. It's very empowering to fully own your pleasure like that and to be in your body and be comfortable with her and be in tune with your emotions and feeling completely safe. It is the most empowering feeling to know that you are your safe place and you take your safe place everywhere with you. You are the safe place. When you are on the verge of that orgasm, sometimes what it can feel like is that you need to pee. And this is how I've always described a G-spot orgasm too. It feels sometimes like you need to pee, you need to release. And that is when you need to just push through. So once you can push past that feeling that is a sign that you, if you need to urinate, that is a sign that you're right there on the verge to having that possible G-spot orgasm. 
all of those areas swell and accumulate fluids during arousal. And some fluids can come from your bladder, but it's not necessarily urine. And like I said, this is all hypothetically, but this, my research has been done on multiple professionals in the field squirting in a nutshell. Number one, communication. You need to have communication, especially like I said in the beginning, is this something that you're wanting to experience or is this something that your partner wants you to experience? Let's define that because it is your body and you are in control and you have to give consent. So if this is an area that you are wanting to explore, then by all means, start exploring. But communication is the number one key. And like I said, you have to have that emotional connection. So one, communication. Two, emotional connection. When I say emotional connection, I'm talking about the emotional connection with yourself and your body and your pussy and the emotional connection if you are sharing that with a partner. If you're holding that space with a partner, then you need to have that emotional connection as well. And some people don't have to have it. You know, that's the cool thing about anything is there's always going to be an exception. There's always going to be something different for someone else. I don't know why we take things so seriously and have to find the answer, the one true answer, because really, if you look at a lot of situations, there's never going to be one true answer. There's never going to be an answer out there that is the number one answer. There's going to be an answer for you, and that's the difference. So find what is for you and leave everything else because you don't need it. Connecting, communication, emotions, and knowing the feeling of when your body is having that moment of needing to release. So skipping past all the fun stuff when you're in that moment and you start to feel maybe the urge to urinate or that amount of pressure that just feels built up, pushing past that and not stopping whatever simulation that you're doing is going to be really key. Don't try to hold it in. Don't try to stop what you are doing. Remember the last time you were in public and you held in a fart? If you're feeling the need to release, it is important to release. And we'll talk about men releasing in future episodes because that is something that I have a lot of questions over too. And prostate play and why and where we're even going with that. We're not even jumping into that, but y'all know what I'm what I'm throwing down here. Remember the last time you were in public and held it in? Like just, it's super uncomfortable. Same thing can happen with squirting and holding in a release. So being present in your body, having that communication with your partner, having that communication, that emotional connection with yourself. These are the first few steps. And sometimes you will have an emotional release too because of your vagus and Hiroshima nerve being stimulated at the same time. I have had clients tell me they sat and cried afterwards, like an emotional weight was lifted after they had a release. So whenever I say the word release, I'm talking on a full body level, a physical and emotional full body release. And I do think there's a difference between just squirting and orgasming and having a full release. I think there's two different ways to it. I think you could experience just a squirt with an orgasm. I think you can experience just a squirt without an orgasm and you can experience a full body release with squirt. And that's the good stuff. And that's the stuff that I kind of want to talk more about because you're tapping into yourself and your body and it's going to be an orgasm and a release unlike anything your partner or you have probably ever felt. If you go and try these things or you get to the point of squirting and afterwards you just have a whole full emotional breakdown and just cry know that that's okay. (laughs) 
that's okay. And just do what your body, listen to your body and what your body needs. And if your body needs to release like that afterwards, or maybe you're the type that just needs to go have some pillow rage and punch your pillows a few times, sometimes it is going to be that full body, full release. And last but not least, the position of how to get to that area. Most people are going to be able to reach that release or that orgasm by G-spot orgasm by stimulating the area where the urethral sponge is sitting. So right on top of the G-spot, like I said, two inches in on the navel wall. And a lot of the time you're going to need a little bit firmer of pressure. So this is where your wand toys are going to come in. Your like special seahorse squirter toys, anything with that curved shaft that can reach the G spot and even a finger, like a finger can sometimes be best at hitting that spot because they can make that manual tapping motion on that area. For vulva owners, obviously we usually need clitoral stimulation too. So having a wand or a small bullet vibrator or having some manual clitoral stimulation going on at the same time. So having that rocking motion with a heavier weighted toy is going to help get that full deep embodied squirt and that full release. A lot of the time you'll see the weighted toys or the metal toys, the glass or the quartz, those type of toys. If you are a visual person, and this is something I'm going to recommend that's on Pornhub. So obviously this is going to be a very explicit XX rated. Uh, one of the people that I follow for visually giving what I recommend to clients who just need that visual to help them in the bedroom is Kenneth Play. He has a whole section that is just strictly educational, but they're obviously naked people doing things to each other's. It is very X-rated. It is also very educational and he creates that. It, he, he's great because he creates that safe space for women and his partners in the videos to where they feel comfortable with him. And it's still showing you how different positions and different things that can actually work. If you're a dude, definitely check it out because that's going to give you some mad skills. Let me just say Kenneth Play will up your sex game. And we know you're on Pornhub anyways. So just go type him in. Visually, this would be great for my visual people. I am a huge visual person. I love having to see it. Gotta be there. Gotta see it. Must see it to believe it in the show me state. Remember that again. So I'm going to leave you guys on this episode of squirting. Thank you so much for checking us out. More to come on this subject because it is such a deep, rich subject, but we got to obviously talk about the juicy stuff here on the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm going to challenge you guys. Let me know. Have you ever talked to your partner about squirting? Is this something that happens all the time in your life? Is this something you want to happen? Is this something you've never talked about? Give us some feedback. Any challenges you might have faced or questions that you had come up. I would love to hear more for some future episodes. Thank you guys so much. Private DM me on our Instagram. Shoot me some ideas and I will catch you on our next episode. So much for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.